0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back home for the third annual collection of thirty-one amazing horror movies we call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host Otis, and this is episode three of this awesome show. And I'm joined today by my beautiful wife Katie, and we are reviewing Friday the Thirteenth. But well, which one, Otis? There's seventy-two of them. You're not wrong. <laughs> we are reviewing the 2009 remake. Reboot, continuation, yeah, all of that, those those things.
1: Question mark, the one with Jared Padalecki. <laughs>
0: yeah, and Daniel Panabaker. <laughs> A lot of people with weird last names. And. Ooh 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 ooh.
1: Andrew uh, Feldman. Aaron, Aaron U. Oh sure, but Andrew Feldman from um, Superstore. Oh
0: yeah, Micah. Jo- Jonah, 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 I got Micah on my mind, so, <laughs> <Gross>. but this, <laughs> love you Micah, so this Friday 13th one, this is, this is the one that was done by, uh, what's that fucker's name, uh, what's his name, Michael Bay, this is the Michael Bay <laughs> one, so, after there the, were
1: no explosions,
0: no, but it was ridiculous, So, just like with the Nightmare on Elm Street remake that he did, he said, fuck it, I want some Jason too." And probably, if he kept going, he probably would have done a Halloween one, honestly. He probably would have. Or a Child's Play one. Because Michael Bay was a hot commodity in the mid to late, like, 2000s. Like, he he was hot. The Transformers movies made... Thousands of millions of, <laughs> yeah, it was like of dollars. billions
1: of dollars. Yeah,
0: they, they did great, even though they had blatant racist characters in them and a lot of like underage, like relationship jokes and stuff, and gay jokes. Uh, Michael Bay's very, he, he sends his jokes to the lowest common denominator because he's like, somebody will laugh at this. Uh, I just remember being in what was that, the third Transformers movie with the two little like Mini Cooper like Transformers. And they were like, hey, this writing's in Cybertron language, right? Like, what does it say? He's like, oh, yeah, we're not good at the book learning. And I'm like, but you're a fucking advanced robot. How do you not know how to read? But, yeah. you know, they had gold teeth. And they teeth were like, one
1: of them was clearly black and the other was clearly Hispanic. And I was like, Oh, it was mm-hmm.
0: a mess. It was an absolute mess. I booed in that theater watching it. And Steve was like, this is a lot. <laughs> I think Terrell was there, too. We were mad. We were very mad. So uh, Michael Bay, love him or hate him. Uh, don't get him into a discussion, a live discussion, because he'll just leave. Because somebody asked him a question, he was on stage for something, and like, so, why do your movies just have explosions every five seconds? He's like, well, you know, the process of, uh, I'm sorry, I have to go. And he just left, and they were like, what the fuck was that? My planet
1: needs me. (laughs)
0: He just floats right up above. Michael Bay died on his way back to his home planet. (laughs) Michael Bay's dead! So, with this film... This was after Freddy vs. Jason? Yes. Yeah, because this was 2009. Freddy vs. Jason was like seven. So, it's the same people. The screenwriters were the same people that helped with Freddy vs. Jason. So, they were going on the same road. But, unfortunately, the Jason... This Jason's different. This is the Jason that um, our friend Sarah knows. This Jason. Because he's like a really tall dude. He's the one from, I want to say it's the one from, uh, yeah, Derek Mears. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's a really tall guy. He's in a lot of things. He's gigantic. So Sarah has a friend in high school. That's her uncle. And she saw him. And oh, like,
1: you're right. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, yeah, you know, my uncle's like an actor. And she's like, okay. And then I was watching Hatchet. And he pops up in that and gets his spine ripped out. And she's like, oh, my God. I know that guy. Oh, my God. Since <laughs> she left the room because Sarah doesn't like scary movies. Um, but yeah, so this one is Derek Mears' is Jason. He did all right. This Jason likes to run. He's not a zombie. So, uh, if you don't know anything about Friday the 13th, um, this movie, it's like an amalgamation of the first, like, four movies from, from what I've seen of the characters and how they act and what they do. It's like a mix of all of them right before he turns into a zombie because he dies and gets struck by lightning. His corpse gets struck by lightning and comes back. And that's why Jason looks all decomposed and super strong, because he's a zombie now. But this one is the same story. His mom in the first Friday 13th, Pamela, she's just chopping people up, killing Kevin Bacon in bed after he had sex, stabbing him in the throat. And then the final girl fucks him up. And so, and in this one, Jason saw his mom get decapitated. And then her voice from the head that he keeps tells him to kill him, Jason. Kill for mommy. And he's like, yes, ma'am. And he gets older, and he kills for his mom. So that's that's kind of it with Friday the 13th. Very much a urban legend kind of situation with him. Just like Freddy and Candyman. There's tons of scary movies where it's just like an urban legend kind of feel. And so with this one, uh, Michael Bay did. It actually was pretty cool. There are two groups. So it has that feeling like uh, death proof. If you've ever seen that Quentin Tarantino film where you you stay with a group for a while. And you're like, dang, they're pretty cool. And then they all get mushed up in a car accident. And then you meet new girls. And you're like, fuck, man, I missed them. And then the new girls are cool, too. But you're like, fuck, they, that was like an hour of my life, like, keeping with them. And they just died instantly. So um, I like this movie. It's good. It's a good Friday 13th. It's, it's newer. Because a lot of them were, like, 80s and 90s and stuff. And you could just kind of feel the corniness of them. And they knew what they were doing with Friday 13th movies. It wasn't like, we're not winning a fucking Emmy for this. It's just, you want to see some kids have sex and get stabbed? Like, here you go. And they did the same thing with this one. Though, people did complain it was a little too much sex in this. And kind of. But.
1: In this movie? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there was a lot. I felt like this movie. It kind of detached itself from the normal rhythm of a horror film because most horror films the very beginning the first like two minutes not even a handful of minutes just like two minutes is like kid goes into whatever situation and he or she is having sex with their partner Mm -hmm. and then the killer comes and murders both of them and then move on with the story credits (laughs) cue cue the credits boom this is Halloween or whatever and then next like let's move on with the story this film spent a solid like 10 to 15 minutes developing the story with the first group of kids that end up getting all hacked to pieces before they really like lean into the rest of the story because one of the kids from the beginning of the story has to do with the later part of the story so yeah it's, it's it was pretty wild but there was a lot of sex at the beginning because yeah. they went. In, it was a group of kids who went into the fucking forest, yeah, they to were, have sex. They so. were getting
0: it going, so uh, so it's a thumbs up for me. I like this movie. With slasher films like this, it's better in a group. Like if more people are around, you'll have a better time with it. If I watch this by myself, I'd be like, eh, it's all right. But with a group, it's hilarious. Katie and I were watching this, and Katie's like, what? Why? And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we were like laughing at things it's just better with these films. And just like in the theater. The theater, there'll be gasps and jumps. But then a lot of it's just like laughing. Like, that was fucking stupid. So, uh, it's a thumbs up for me. But watching in a group. What about you, Katie?
1: It was good. Um, It probably would have been funnier if we had watched with more people. Oh, yeah. For sure. But just watching with you was fine. Like, we weren't overly talkative through it. But we were at home. So, we didn't have to stay quiet either. So, we were... I was asking questions and you were asking questions of, you know, the actors and stuff. So it was good.
0: Oh, yeah. So like always, we'll get through the story. And that's one it's a Friday 13th story. So uh, they do change some things. And we'll talk about the lore of Jason a little bit more when we're getting into it. But yeah, enjoy. So this goes back to 1980. So I want to say they, I thought the original was even before the 80s when Jason was a kid when his mom was murdering people I didn't think it was 1980 I thought it was in like the 70s when it happened and then they jumped it but they probably messed with the timeline just a little bit to make it a little more modern it makes sense so uh Jason Voorhees weed little Jason sees his mom get her head cut off because she killed all the counselors at the camp because they weren't watching when her son was in the water swimming because they were busy having sex and so she's like you guys killed my son even though he wasn't dead but I guess it, it, it's a really weird background so I, I think she lost her mind seeing her son die quotation mark that she didn't see him anymore because he was alive and he was like hiding because you know screams and stabs were happening so it, it's a really odd situation with it but yes he sees her die and then like I said her voice is still talking to him, because he lost his mind, and say, like, kill for, you know, kill for mommy. And he's like, okay. And 30 years later, group of friends, including Whitney and Mike, Jonah, God damn it let's keep saying Mike, Jonah from Superstore, they are on their way to camp outside, and they are dangerously close to Crystal Lake. And it's a shutdown camp, and then one of them brings up the story, and it's like, yeah, man, this weird, deformed kid saw his mom get his head cut off, and then He stayed in the woods and he kills people if they get too close to the camp. And so everyone's like, well, fuck it, let's just go to bed and have fun camping and stuff. And unbeknownst to some of the people, Jonah is looking for a giant marijuana crop. And so it's been growing in the woods and him and his friend are looking for it because they they can grab all of that and drag it back. They're making some nasty money. They're
1: going to be rich.
0: So they're like, hell yeah, let's do this. Just like in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They had that marijuana and they're like, if we get this marijuana back home, we're rich. And no one gets back except Jessica Biel. But while that's happening, people are getting systematically snatched up in the woods because people split off because people are having sex and people are drunk. And yeah, just like any scary movie people get fucked up in this movie and it's real quick and so uh jonah gets a bear trap on his leg i'm trying to remember the kills and the girlfriend gets put into a sleeping bag above a campfire so she burns and falls out of it into the fire and she's dead so whitney the one girl that you remember her name she runs off from jason and she gets back and jonah's stuck in the bear trap and he's like oh shit oh shit shit! He's like give me out Give me out he gets killed and Whitney starts running off. She trips and falls. And Jason, this Jason runs because he's a people still. He runs and he swings the machete at her. And then the movie goes to the credits. And so you're like, fuck, those people got rocked. And you're like, oh shit, you know, Friday 13th. So six weeks later, a new group Trent, the douchebag, his girlfriend, Jenna, I guess girlfriend, that was weird, uh, Chelsea, another slave person, Bree. Chewy Nolan and Lawrence, there are a lot of people They are at Trent's summer cabin on the shore of Crystal Lake. So people are buying houses around here, and, you know, whatever. So Whitney's brother Clay, our boy from, um, how do we call it? Paranormal? What's the supernatural? That's the word. <laughs> so he's the taller one.
1: Yes, Sam.
0: Sam, Sam. Yeah, yeah, Sammy. Uh, what, what the, what did they say at the beginning of the episode? The hunt. Be- Continues? Yes. Yeah, he's like, Come on, Sammy. <laughs> so uh he's looking for his sister, Whitney. So Clay is his name. Um he meets up with the group at a gas station. He's like, Hey man, can you like keep this picture? And if you see my sister, just you know call me and then Trent's being a douchebag and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll call you like a douchebag would. And so he is going house to house around the the shore, the the camp. Uh, asking people he actually meets up with the group again and so trent's ready to fight because he's a you know douchebag white kid and so he stays and jenna actually goes out with him to help look for whitney and i didn't think that he he was boyfriend and girlfriend with jenna like trent the douchebag but he was like upset that she left i think they were trying to get together that's what i think I it was, don't it was weird it was, it was a weird situation so while well, it's happening two people Uh, A guy and a girl, they go wakeboarding on the lake. And then Jason shoots the dude in the eye with an arrow. I was like, oh shit, (laughs) this Jason's legit. And then stabs the girl in the head with a machete as she's hiding from him, naked, with her boobies out in the water. And so Clay and Jenna, they actually find the old Crystal Lake campgrounds. And they see Jason dragging a body into one of the cabins. And then one of them makes the tiniest fucking little sound and jason's like whoa somebody's here and starts looking for him all extra crazy and shit knocking stuff over and they scooted off like ninjas across the yard from him in seconds i don't understand how he did it but then jason's like "Mm, guess it was just the wind and then scoots off to go do something I'm like jesus man he's jumpy but makes sense he's by himself all the time so if he hears anything he's ready to you know fucking go crazy So Jenna and Clay run back to the cabin to tell everybody else about this gigantic scary man that found a mask after killing a um, country bumpkin as he was touching himself and touching a mannequin. Uh, He finds his cool hockey mask. So he had a bag on his face at first, you know, still counts, but he put on a hockey mask. So he looks cool. So they get there, Jenna and Clay and Trent and uh, not his girlfriend have sex in the bedroom. Because he's like, well, girlfriend ain't here. Let's go bang. And it's like, god damn, what a douchebag. hmm And Clay calls the police. And so Jason cuts the electricity to the cabin. And Lawrence, he goes outside to look for Chewie, the Asian kid. So the black kid goes to look for the Asian kid. And they don't come back. <laughs> uh, Chewie gets fucked up in inside of this gigantic shed. It was a legit shed. And uh, Lawrence is running back because he saw Chewy dead. And uh, Jason fucking hits him with an axe right in the back just tells him to stick around. He goes down. He's screaming for them. And Clay's like, no, we can't go outside. And Jenna's like, we got to help him. And he's like, no, that's a trap.
1: Yeah, if we go out there, we're for sure
0: dying. That's a fucking honeypot. You know, Stephen King, you know what that phrase is. Uh, That's a honeypot. (laughs) Katie made a face of me. I think she knows what honeypot is. Uh, Yes, uh, you don't go outside when something's going down like that. So, Jason actually sneaks inside the house, very easy, and he kills the the skanky girl, stabs her up real good, and so now it's just a douchebag, Clay, and Jenna. And so, the cop comes, he's like, what the fuck's happening? And Jason kills him. Everyone goes down so fast. So, Trent's got himself a little, little pistola, and actually, he thinks he hears something, he shoots into this bedroom. And he he cracks the door open and he sees uh, Bree. And for a second, he's like, oh, shit, I killed her. And then he's like, what happened? What is it? And he's like, oh, Jason killed Bree. I was like, you bitch, you know. So he's super douchebaggy. And Trent splits off from the group as they're running. And he gets killed by Jason and gets impaled onto a truck. And so Trent's scooting off dead. So, okay. (laughs) So Jason chases Clay and Jenna. So, while this movie's happening, they actually answer one big question that everyone's had about Jason since the beginning of these movies. How the fuck he gets around so fast. Because Jason walks in his movies. It's like Halloween. Michael Myers does not run, but he scoots up to people, and they don't explain that either. If you're not looking at him, he disappears.
1: He doesn't run, but he's magic fast.
0: Yes, but Jason, back in the day, he was magic fast. He disappeared and reappeared. If you played the the Frightser Teeth game... You could pick where you teleported. And it's like, oh, that's how he gets around. In this movie, because he's still human, he has underground tunnels that he uses to get around really fast. So he has trap doors. Like
1: Disney World.
0: Right? He has tra- trap doors everywhere. And he hops in. And he's like, oh, you're going over to the the fucking Tomorrowland? Cool, I'm over there before you even got there. So it's like, oh, shit. So that's how he gets around. And he has these wires everywhere. And if you bump into him, bells go off. And he's like, oh, you're going to 5th Street. Cool, let me take this trap door right here. So they explain how Jason Incredibly gets around. Incredibly
1: smart for a child who died at 13.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's fucking weird. It's like someone trained him. And I, the, usually the canon answer for that is he was in the scouts and they taught him stuff. And I'm like, I don't think they teach you how to make... Traps in the scouts like bow and arrows, yeah. I don't know about throwing axes like a G, but he was chunking axes at people like he was like fucking in the Olympics, so I don't understand that part of it. But you know, he had decades to work on these things, and so I assume he watched people as they were doing stuff and then learned it. I guess, I guess they that's the one thing they don't explain really anything. So, Clay finds the trap door and he goes underground because he hears yelling and you find Whitney his sister is underground chained and so everyone's like well why is she alive from the fucking opening credits because she looks like Jason's mom and that's the only thing that kept her alive Jason was about to kill her and was like mom didn't say it just stopped and she's like oh shit she did find a a locket And she opened it and was like dang this chick looks just like me i'll keep it and so he sees the little necklace and is like oh shit my mom's back i can't kill my mom she's right there so he drags her to the underground and chains her up and just keeps walking by and then every time he's about to kill her because he's like he gets mad about something she opens up the little necklace like hey remember remember i'm your mom and he's like oh yeah you're my mom and just leaves so they find her underground they break her free And they start scooting off, because Jason's like super pissed and super strong. And it's crazy. I thought Jenna, the new girlfriend of our main character, Clay, was going to make it to the end, and they kiss and be happy. No, she got snatched up and killed, and I was like, oh damn, she was not that important, I guess. And so now it's the brother and sister running from Jason, and so they do a whole lot of running, and they get cut in little spots and stuff. So, they are fighting in this barn with this giant like, hay bale machine.
1: A hay baler, yeah. Just
0: a hay baler. And so, Whitney stabs Jason, uh, pretending to be the mom one more time, so he stops, and he's like, Mom, it's you.
1: Mom, why? And
0: stabs him in the chest with the machete, and then he starts fighting, and then he gets, the back of his head gets into the hay bale machine and starts getting, like, like, hay bale chopped up yeah it gets hay baled and so he's super fucked up they don't like push him all the way in because that's too much like right uh i would have done a full body drop kick onto him and he would have gone in his head would have gone in that before i left but he is properly fucked and he's not moving so hooray they did it
1: for sure would have thrown him all the way in the the wood chipper at least half his
0: body would have gone in that bitch before i left but yeah (laughs) so sunrise happens. Hooray. They actually grab this motherfucker's body, drags it to the lake, and dumps him in. I don't know why they did that part, but they did. And then, before they leave, Jason bursts through the wooden dock and grabs Whitney. End scene. So, uh, they were going for the last scare in the original Friday the 13th. So, the main girl kills Pamela, hops onto a canoe, and scoots out to the middle of the lake. She's like, no one can get me out here. Unless they swim and get me. But I'm taking a nap. She wakes up. The cops are like, holy shit, there's someone alive over there. And they're like, come back to shore, ma'am. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm safe. And then, slow-mo, a, like, moldy body of Jason comes out of the water and grabs her. And then that's the end of the movie. So, um, that's what they were going for. And I was like, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. But that's the 13th remake. Um, it's good but I don't know it was a lot of flash and not really substance they changed they they grounded him in some type of reality though I think he's just not human anymore cause he got fucked up but I don't know the end of Jason movies and Friday 13th movies and um Nightmare on Elm Street movies were like false finishes that you're not supposed to count because Freddy sure did die in one of them and then he's like, he was the car they hopped in and drove off, and he's like, ha ha, I'm this Cadillac, and it's like, wait, what? It's the next, how? What? And it in the movie, don't mm-hmm. matter. It's like, it's, it's Freddy. So um, I think it's just one of those scary flashes. So, Katie, who was your favorite character in Friday the Thirteenth?
1: Uh, Clay. Yeah, my boy Sam. From Supernatural,
0: Sam. Yeah, okay. I'll let you go first, but mine's Sam, too.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, no one else in this movie really got enough screen time to warrant being a favorite. Yeah, and all of the rest of the like teens were douchey and sex crazed. Essentially, they were there to
0: die.
1: Yeah, they were all there to die. It's a cut and dry horror like slasher flick, so it's not it really. There's was. not a lot of background and. Um, character development
0: yeah 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 so
1: yeah there's not a lot of substance to these characters so yeah jared padalecki
0: yeah clay he he had the most development uh a really cool brother and it's like i know my sister our mom has cancer and she died she would have been there at the funeral something happened to her he's like no she probably drove off with her like boyfriend and they're living somewhere like she wouldn't do that i know my sister she got kidnapped, I'm gonna look for my sister I'm like, that's a legit brother and he's out there doing work, and then finds her and he's like, motherfucker, I was right and he's like, that man's gigantic (laughs) so we gotta run Uh, he was really cool, the sister she's like an honorable mention because she caught on real quick, it's like oh shit, if I have this necklace on that dude don't kill me and she was down there for six fucking weeks, just chained to a wall I guess eating, he's probably throwing her food uh, just being scared and pooping into a corner, probably. She had a bad life. But, hey, man, you gotta do what you gotta do to not get killed by a gigantic, like, seven-foot man. I would do whatever I had to. He's like, you're my mom. you goddamn right I am. I'd put a wig on. <laughs> like, you're not killing me. But I'd kill his ass if I had the chance. But, yeah, Clay and Whitney, they had the most fucking story. So why wouldn't I pick them? Katie, who is your least favorite character? I think we're both on the same... Fucking train on these both.
1: Trent. Yeah. The douchebag. Fuck that guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, when he shoots in the wall because he thinks he hears somebody on the other side of the door. And he sees his, like, I don't know, sex friend's dead body. And his face was like, oh, shit. I shot her. And he's like, oh, that scary dude killed her. We gotta go. And I'm like, you piece of shit, you know? Yeah. Um, he was crap from the beginning. He let... The girl, Jenna, bring all her friends because he just wanted to bang her. And he was so annoying about everything. He's like, hey, it's my dad's house. Don't fuck it up, y'all. Which, I mean, that's, that's, that's a reasonable request. But if you're having a party like that, if if Katie's like, yeah, and she, like, takes her shoes off. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 put those shoes over there. Come on, bro, come on. We about to start drinking. You'll, we'll be fine. We're not going to break anything. They did break stuff. But, you know, he was being really annoying about everything. And it's like, your parents wouldn't even care if this place was messed up. Well, they can't care because you're dead. So, um, he was very annoying. But every scary movie has to have someone like this that you're just like, you are a piece of work, sir.
1: Someone you're, like, happy to see die at the end of it. Everybody
0: else, I was like, y'all didn't deserve to die. They were actually pretty cool. Uh, What's his name? Chewy. He was gross. They apparently in... Their beer pong rules, if you miss, like, what, ten shots in a row, you have to sh- sh- drink a beer from a shoe. And he was barefoot, and he had a shoe, and he's like, drink it, Trent, and he's like, Brian ain't drinking that shoe. Which I would say also. So Trent was not a douchebag for not drinking that shoe beer. I ain't drinking no foot beer. Uh, but then Chewy did it, because he don't give no fucks. I'm like, that's so fucking gross. Um, but yeah, no, they were cool. I liked everybody else. Lawrence was scaring his white friends by bringing up, like, you know that's pretty racist what you just said and they're like oh my god i'm sorry He's like i'm just fucking with you uh he kept doing that to people and i thought that was hilarious uh, <laughs> which makes me think he's not a close friend to them because after a while you would get that they're just going to keep doing that so he was new to the group apparently uh he tried to um rub one off to a what was it a Sears catalog. He was trying his best to find something to get going. And he's like, fuck it. This will work. Yeah. (laughs) He was silly. He was very silly. But, uh, no. Trent was poop. So, I was happy he got impaled on onto a very stabby truck. It was really weird. Yeah. (laughs) So, let's do seven word synopsis.
1: Okay. Are you gonna go first? Do you want me to?
0: Yeah. I'll go first. Uh, I only have one. I said, Oh, shit. This Jason runs real fast. So... I remember watching this with Terrell, and we were sitting there, and like, it's Jason, you yeah? know? And then this motherfucker's going at least 20 miles per hour down the street. We're like, god damn. <laughs> it scared us, because he's like, he's doing what we would do. We would run. So he'd be right behind you as you're running. You're like, oh, I'm gonna die. <laughs> that's that's what you have in horror movies, is your speed. And if that dude's just as fast as you, you're like, oh, I'm dead. I'm for real dead, because he's so tall. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool, showing him run, and he looks strong, and he was strong, so...
1: Katie? Uh, <clears throat> Jonah got fucked up. Sammy uh-huh. still lived. Uh-huh. And then would-be romance wasn't well thought out.
0: Not at all. I felt bad because I could see Jenna and Clay this whole time as he's looking for his, you know, kidnapped sister. They kept saying stuff and then they were flirting lightly. And then they went through things. And so they're like, that makes you instantly closer. you like, man, we could have died. I love you. But I, I really thought she was gonna make it to the end of the movie, and then she gets killed, and I was like, God damn! <laughs> I guess she wasn't that important, really. Yeah. And honestly, if you go back and think about it, she really didn't do much. She was just there. Yeah. Like, tell him like, "We'll find your sister. We we can do this." That 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 was her job is to say like, "Don't give up." And he was already not giving up, so she was she was there to look pretty. Honestly, yeah, she's very pretty. But uh, yeah, yeah, she was she was poop. So. This film came out February 13th, 2009. What do you think the budget for this awesome awesome film was?
1: Um, I think the budget was probably like 15 million.
0: Not bad. It was 19 million. Oh, I was close. Yeah, you're on the right track. You're on the right track. So, what do you think the box office was for this film?
1: 60 million. Not bad.
0: Should have went a little higher cuz this was prime Michael Bay time. 92.7 million dollars okay yeah people were all about this film when it came out I remember the trailers and I was like oh shit Fires are tight. you know I was so pumped but that was when we didn't know better about Michael Bay so we were like shit Michael Bay did it that's gonna be fucking awesome now it's like you hear Michael Bay's name you're like eh, Michael Bay Yeah. but no back then like I, I remember everybody talking about this film and going to see it it was fucking cool you know Uh, I can't remember if I saw this in the theater or like we got it like right after we went to like a dollar theater or something it was we didn't watch it live I don't think if I did we probably went to like a draft house so for people that don't know draft house is a place where you can get food and watch a film not just popcorn you can order straight-up food and beer and drink it and so there was one in Arlington where I lived in Texas and it was a draft house Not like the Alamo Draft House, that one's really cool, and I want to go watch a movie there, because they have the best premieres of movies, like some of the best horror movies go there first, before anywhere, but this Draft House, uh, I watched Beer Fest at the Draft House, and got destroyed watching Beer Fest, so I think we were there, I I just can't remember going like day one to watch it, but I swear I did see it in the theater, might have been like week two or three or something, because it was in February, so... Um, I think later, because I wasn't, I don't think I had a girlfriend at that point. I can't remember, but that'd have been a Valentine's Day kind of thing. It's like, go see a switch girlfriend. And I'm like, oh shit. So, I don't know. Maybe me, Steve Terrell, saw this later. I, I can't remember. It it wasn't a memorable go to the movies moment, because there's tons of movies I remember seeing with them, and I'm like, yeah, I remember that. Damn, I got drunk. <laughs> but like, damn, we ate a steak. So... Uh, you got anything else for Friday the 13th?
1: No. It was good. It wasn't great. Like, yeah. The plot is kind of just, I don't know, your average Friday the 13th. So it's, it's Friday the 13th is pretty much if you've average. seen one, you've seen all of them. Um, It just, the teens change.
0: Yeah. Honestly, that's what it is. <laughs> so when they make these Friday the 13th movies back in the day, honestly, it was more of because the scenery doesn't change. You're going to be in the woods. For ninety percent of the movie, except for Jason Takes Manhattan, because he got on a boat and went to New York, but <laughs> um, not counting that one, the backgrounds the same. The people change. Like in one of them, dude's in a wheelchair trying to get away from Jason. And he doesn't. Uh, there's one girl that's popping and locking and shit, and she got killed. It's just the people that they brought in. That's the only thing that changed. And so in the kills, uh, so yeah, it's yeah. In this one new set of kids and some pretty good kills uh it was very creative stuff usually jason uh when he's chasing somebody whatever's around him he's like oh lawn dart rock on i'm using this and he kills him with that uh this one had weapons already on him and he's like i brought this bow and arrow to shoot somebody in the face oh got him <laughs> sweet and i was like dang he was he was like a crazy person with weapons the other jason was just like i can kill you with my hands but oh there's like a fucking soccer ball, I'm gonna kick this really hard and knock your head off. Like like that. He would do stuff like that. Yeah. So, um yeah. I like I said, I liked it. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Jason, like uh, I don't know. I, I was thinking of a fun fact. Uh, there are none. Yeah. I I said all the good ones already. You can tweet us at
1: Allentown Pod.
0: We have an email it is.
1: Allentown presents at gmail.com.
0: We have a Facebook at
1: Allentown Presents.
0: So, um, yeah, this is a very early episode in the Halloween Screamathon. Third annual. This podcast is three years old, Katie. Three yep. years old. I know. It might be able to walk.
1: It definitely can walk.
0: It can walk, y'all. It's walking. Look at it. It's so cute.
1: Also talking. <laughs> yeah, fuck you.
0: That'd be his first words. Or Dallery do. I'm like, oh, it's a dollar you do. Dollary do <laughs> This isn't scary. I mean, yeah, I know. I know it's not. <laughs> but um no, we have tons of really good movies. Uh I honestly think the set list this year, I'm gonna say this every year, but I really think the set list is really varied and really cool. I like it. We have some funny ones, some actually kid grade ones, which I'm very excited about. And some Muppet ones coming up and some other silly things, so I, I like this. And then we got some some wild-ass ones. A lot of newer ones, which makes me happy that horror movies are still cracking out. And there's a lot of old ones that we'll get to at some point. There's billions of horror movies out there. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back very soon with another scary movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.